the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Presumptive GOP presidential nominee Donald Trump has begun formally vetting his prospective vice presidential candidates. White House correspondent Greg Cluxton has reported. With the GOP convention fast approaching, there's increased interest in who Trump is considering for his running mate. Trump himself this week acknowledged that New Jersey Governor Chris Christie is on the short list. And people with direct knowledge of the vetting process say former House Speaker Newt Gingrich is also under consideration. Both men have emerged as prominent Trump allies in recent months. Greg Clugston, Washington. In a roundup on the heels of this week's deadly explosions at Turkey's main airport, Susan Fraser reports officials have captured a man, actually killed him now in a shootout, allegedly behind a separate attack back in February. He's believed to have organized an attack in Ankara on February the 17th. That was a suicide attack that targeted military personnel and killed 29 people. Meantime, officials have upgraded the death toll in this week's attacks in Ankara to 44 after another person died of their injuries. Keep your eyes on the road. Looks like that old admonition applies even if you're driving one of those newfangled self-driving cars. And it's something that truck driver Frank Baresi says motorist Joshua Brown was not doing when his Tesla slid under his semi-trailer back in May. Playing Harry Potter on the video. And he wasn't watching the road. The video is the screen is right there next to the next to the steering wheel. That's all I know. Tesla Motors has responded by saying it is not possible to actually watch videos on the metal Model S touch screen itself. There was no reference to the movie in the initial police reports, but that was the eyewitness account. On Wall Street, the Dow is um, eking out another positive gain after three winning sessions. Right now, it's up by about 70 points. More from townhall.com. It's time for Blue Darter Sports Central with your host, Roger Franklin Williams. Stay tuned for the latest updates on Blue Darter Sports, along with interviews with student-athletes, coaches, and more. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. Coming to you live, of course, from Porky's Original Barbecue in the heart of downtown Apopka. I'm joined by Joe Ferraro. It's a great day to be in Apopka. It's a great day to be in Apopka Blue Darter. It's a beautiful, beautiful day today. And it's a great day to be an American as we are embarking upon our Independence Day weekend. In fact, we uh, some of us are maybe going to start that a little bit early. We're, we're going to encourage you to come up and start it early right here with us at Porky's. The perfect barbecue. We'll be having lunch, of course, after the show. And now is a good time, I think, to have kind of a look back. As we've talked about before uh, with several of our guests over pa- the past weeks, sometimes especially, well, in life in general, but especially in sports, we're so focused on that next victory. We're focused on winning everything, winning that district title, that championship, the state championship, like so many of our teams are. Sometimes the joy of the individual wins and the individual games kind of gets left behind. So. Um, at this point, we're going to just take a, a time to reflect and review a great season for Apopka Blue Daughter Athletics. And then maybe uh, near the end of the show, uh, look ahead um, and see what we have on the horizon uh, for 2016 and 2017. You know, you were talking about bowling and barbecue from last Friday evening. I tell you what, those kids are so awesome. The whole bowling team. You know, it was really great having them here, and they're confident. Usually you think kind of bowling, a little slightly geeky. Totally not true. These kids rock, and i tell you, they get... Well, maybe, maybe slightly geeky, but, <laughs> but they're champions. They're champions you know, nonetheless. They're nonetheless. rock stars in the hallways over at Apopka High. No, I, I agree with you 100%, Joe. In fact, I had a chance to, to listen to the replay on Saturday, and... I was just really pleasantly amazed and proud of 
and, and just really enjoyed hearing the comments that, that, they, that they, all the bowlers had when we passed the microphone around. We took that risky maneuver. Sure, to, that was. <laughs> to pass the microphone around and had every member of the bowling team say a few words. And it was just really, some, some of those comments were, were literally profound. You know, well, you know, it, it shows you the character of the kid himself, you know, the, the parental upbringing, and without a doubt, the school. It's a pop to high. And, and just the, um, you know, I think the individuality shown through. Each yes. kid had his own unique personality, which they all brought to the bowling lanes in their style of bowling. And also, uh, one thing that was kind of amazed me was as we witnessed, and, and, and I want to encourage all of our listeners to come out to these broadcasts we do at Porky's, whether it's 11 a.m. to 12 noon broadcast on Fridays, or especially our specialty broadcast, which we'll be doing from time to time at 7 p.m. on Friday night, because you really you get an extra dynamic to, to meet yes. the coaches in person, to meet the players in person, other fans and boosters and the parents. It really gives you a great perspective on, on the culture of Apopka Blue Daughter Athletics, and we really got that from Apopka Blue Daughter Bowling last Friday night. Sure, because, again, like you said, all the fans and the parents came out. This place was packed. And one thing that I took from it was every bowler had their own unique personality, and which, and as we talked about uh, with the with the coaches, and uh, with Demetrius Virgos, who's he's almost like a, an, an extra coach, you know, you this know, leadership as father of Petey Virgos. As a matter of fact, all the other coaches were taking a, a step back and allowing Demetrius just to do his thing. And you're absolutely right because the way he spoke, he spoke as a coach. More than a proud parent because his son's like the number one bowler in the state. One of the tops in the country. Yeah. But, but we got insight into it, 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 it takes, it's not just coaches dedicated, doing a great job, skilled, right. good at being a coach. It's not just the players and the great work they do. The parents have a lot to do with it. And we, we could see that from, from Demetrius Virgo, it's just how much of a passion it is for him to support not only his son, Petey, uh, and, and give him the things that necessary for him to achieve his potential as a bowler, but to support the team in, in general. Right, right, exactly. And but you know a couple of the comments really struck me. Of course, it was it was a fun loving group. We we were able to see that they uh, certainly didn't take themselves too seriously. The guys really enjoyed. You could see the camaraderie they had too. You could yeah. see how the the personalities mixed together, and they just kind of enjoyed being together and hanging out together, which I think is so important in, in building a, a culture of, of an outstanding team. There was a brotherhood going on there, and it was very evident in what you saw and the results of this team being state champions. And they, they were actually having so much fun. I remember thinking myself, I didn't say anything. I'm like, are, you know, are, are these guys, uh, these guys, you know, these guys, uh, they don't take themselves too seriously. I'm like, you know, are these guys, are, you know, can they get out there and bowl? Which, of course, they do. But and actually, one of the players addressed that. He said, yeah, we, we enjoy being together. We enjoy having fun. He said some people would say we have too much fun. But he said, but we know when, when the time to, to get on the lanes and compete, we know how to do that, too. And exactly. I, I think that was a phenomenal thing that we gathered from that. And that's that's a lesson that, that, that all of us could learn in our lives. One thing that was also coming through, you know, their passion and intensity for bowling. I mean, Fred Flintstone would be proud, as well as Ralph Cramden, some of the most famous bowlers in the world. They would be very proud. And, in fact, one of the players addressed that, and he said, and one thing that, that, that was missing, and, boy, you know, I think we should make a, we need to make a note to go out and, and broadcast live from a, from a match next season. You know what? That is a very good idea. We need to toss that over to Pete Paquette, the ops manager, and see uh, how he feels about that. Because, but, yeah. Because... That's where you really get a, a flavor of the intensity. We saw the frivolity. We saw the, you know kids out having fun, how much they enjoyed you know, joking around and um, the horseplay and stuff like that. But but man, when they get in those matches, the pressure is intense. You know, Fred Priest was telling us, you know, he has to bring a stepladder, obviously because of the the crowd. There's there, so, so many he, people, so he could see over everything and the amount of fans and everybody that comes is plus. The other people in the bowling lane come over to watch. And they're intense rivalries. And a lot of these other schools that we're bowling against, they have a great culture as well. They have intense 
fans and supporters and parents. Not not as many as we do, but but some of these teams bring a lot of people, and and the atmosphere gets very intense and in some cases heated as the two cheering sections are cheering on their their guys and, and their gals. I think we also need to spearhead a fashion statement to bring back the bowling shirt. Absolutely. You know, in, the, in the 50s and early 60s, bowling shirts were pretty hip and happening. And then, you know, kind of got became, joke. became passe. Yeah. Yeah, we need to bring that back and make it chic again. Make I love it, it. Cool. A pop good cool. I love it. And you know what? We maybe, you know, we should maybe even have a a Fred Flintstone a lookalike contest, and a and a or and or a Ralph Cramden lookalike contest. <laughs> no, not with the kids, because remember, no, with with adults, oh, with, with adult. fans, supporters. Yeah, come out dressed like uh, Fred and Barney, and, and wearing your your bowling shirt. Art Carney and Jackie Gleason. Yeah, that would be funny. But but one one thing one of the one of the bowlers said, you know, he said that there is a lot of pressure, tremendous pressure. Because um, some of these matches come down to just a one pin or something like that, and um, and, and in this intense atmosphere, people screaming, you know, your, your fans there, the other team's fans there, uh, each bowler knowing that th- that that their efforts could uh, determine, you know, make the difference between victory and defeat. Um, intense pressure, but um, and you're all out there by yourself for the whole world to see. But he said, I can't know, help but think of the movie Kingpin. With Woody Harrelson and Bill Murray. That was funny for and those he, that remember that. And he said, um, there is a lot of pressure, but in a way there's not pressure because we're not winning. We're not thinking we win because we have to win. We're winning because we want to win. And what a phenomenal you know, just outlook on life. You know, right. it's, it's like a... It's just, you know, we're doing this because we want to. These are our standards. This is our agenda. We're pursuing our passion. We're pursuing our dream. We're not going to get hung up on pressure. We're, it's not, pressure's not even about it. We're, it's about us. We want to be the best, and that's what that's what we're bowling for. It's just uh, the, the maturity was just absolutely astounding. Yeah, it sure is. Yeah, because when I was growing up, we didn't have kids like that. And it was great to see the kind of kids that go out and have fun as well, too. And, and, and that's another part of the bowling team especially. But I, And I think it's indicative of most of the teams in Apopka at Apopka High School. And it's not necessarily the norm, I can tell you that from my own experiences, is the camaraderie and, and, and just the affection that these, that these players have for one another, how much they enjoy each other, they support each other, and, and they're there to um, – to, to back up each other, and, and I think that's a big part of the success of Apopka High School Athletics. Along with John and Todd Hauser. I mean, these two phenomenal coaches, champions in their own right. And um, so anyway, it really really hope you um, enjoyed listening to the barbecue and bowling programs. We had a great time at, at the live broadcast last Friday night, and once again, we're looking forward to Popka Blue Daughter Bowling. There are a lot of great bowlers coming back, and, uh, and the Popka Blue Daughter Bowling will embark on their quest to for a four unprecedented four straight state championship. Petey Virgos is back, best bowler in the state, and he'll be uh, pursuing his quest for an unprecedented third individual state championship. I can't imagine Brunswick not picking him up and sponsoring him. Well, it won't be too long, probably before he's going to be um, on the Pro Bowlers Tour. So uh, we've got that to look forward to as well. So it also, it was another great year for Apopka Blue Daughter Baseball, which we covered uh, extensively on Blue Daughter Sports Central. In fact, we had our very first, we had our first WBZW live broadcast of Blue Daughter Baseball. And I, Joe, I... I'm, I was actually surprised at how much I really enjoyed that, those, broadcasting those baseball games. You know, watching these guys get out there and play some ball, it was excellent and, and very enjoyable. And it's what a what a perfect way to spend a Friday night in a small town, and that's one thing that we still have in Apopka, too. We, yeah. In certain areas, it's a bigger town population-wise, geographically. It's not quote a small town anymore but we still have have that small town feel that people um enjoy the, the basic simple values in life you know right. we're, so many of us are not in a pop we're not caught up in the rat race of trying to drive a certain kind of car live in a certain kind of neighborhood we just enjoy th- things like that get much better than high school pop high school baseball at jay barnes field on a, on a friday night and it was wonderful to be a part of that it's a great sports ticket well 
worth its weight in gold. You know, not everybody can drive out to Tampa to go watch a Rays game. You know, it's it's long, it's expensive, and you know, the heart's there, but nothing like high school baseball on a Friday night. Absolutely, and um, it was really a great thrill to be able to bring that to our to our listeners. Well, Joe, we're getting close to our first break, and friends, we'll continue to talk kind of an overview of a popular New Order sports. If you'd like to join us, we'd love to hear from you. You can get us at 407-774-8255. Yeah, call Jeff and bother him. That's 407. (laughs) Make him work. (laughs) 774-8255. Any coaches or players out there, we'd love to hear from you. Before we go to break, I want to, of course, remind you that Blue Daughter Sports Central all the pro- sports programs on 1520 WBZW and all the programs on Apopka's hometown station are brought to you with the support of Florida Door Solutions, Florida's best garage door company. Florida Door Solutions carries the top names in the garage door business and they service all brands. You can find out more about Florida's best garage door company at FLADoor.com. That's FLADoor.com or give them a call at 866-FLA-DOOR and tell them you're an Apopka Blue Darter. We're coming to you live from Porky's. Line, people are starting to pull in. Line's starting to form. Porky's original barbecue in the heart of downtown Apopka is a perfect place to start your Independence Day weekend. And uh, we encourage you to come up and join us. We'll be here right after the show at 12 noon. And what do you think you're going to have today, Joe? As far as lunch? Well, unfortunately, I'm a creature of habit, so I'm going for the brisket sandwich with the fried okra. All right, that's a good one. And uh, Porky's can be a, can can be somewhat stressful as you have to endure the the task of trying to decide what to get. That is true. But anyway, we're going to be at Porky's. Come up and join us. We'll be right back on Blue Dart Sports Central after these messages. Welcome back to Blue Dart Sports Central. Coming to you live from Porky's. Roger Franklin Williams, joined by Joe Ferraro. Okay, hey. We're taking a review at an out, another outstanding athletic year at Apopka High School on the program today. Just spoke about the bowling program. Of course, they captured their third consecutive state championship this year. P.D. Virgos captured his second straight individual boys state championship. And it's a lot of uh, guys coming back next season. But we had a great show with those guys up here last Friday night at Porky's. It was barbecue and bowling at Porky's. You know, you forgot to mention, you know, if anybody wants to see the P.D. Virgos shrine, they can go over to Sheila Auto Repair and see all his trophies. Yeah, the they're going to build a, have to get to a bigger location Yeah, with his press clippings, trophies, and uh, cardboard cutouts and the whole nine yards. Serious. But, I mean, it's, it's very impressive. But but along with that, there's the serious side of the story is, you know, P.D. has worked incredibly incredibly hard. I mean, he's one of these people that, that yes. every time he, he's got the mentality of a champion because every time he achieves something big, he doesn't kick back and, and relax or rest on his laurels. He just uses that as fuel to go on and try to keep getting better and better and he, he, he does the hard work necessary to, to keep getting better and better. And, and without a doubt, he is a champion. And his dad, as you talked about, uh, Demetrius has, has provided everything that he needs to fulfill his potential. Uh, tournaments all over the country uh, oftentimes right. on weekends so that not only is, is Petey an outstanding bowler here um, in a pop in the state of Florida he literally is one of the top bowlers in the United States yeah he's known in the bowling industry he's got a rep <laughs> he's got a lot of street cred no doubt one thing it was a little disappointing the Thornton twins who were a huge part of the bowling story at a they were on those very early teams that's correct they were a big part of the very first state championship team uh, were not able to join us you know, last week. I spoke to their mom, Debbie, and they were so sorry they couldn't make it. They had already had, had plans when the show came up, and you know, they weren't able to come. But I do want to mention the Thornton Twins and their role, which was huge, in, in getting this whole thing off the ground and, and winning that very first state championship. That was almost like a tag team thing going there. You know, throwing strikes. Exactly. It's almost you got a, you got a clone of a, of a guy, you know? Yeah. And um, speaking of clones and I was talking to a football coach the other day in Central Florida and talking about Popka Florida football, and he was talking about all the, you know the, the great players, exciting players we have. And he said, you know, I don't know where all these keep, guys keep coming from. I think I think Rick uh, keeps cloned some of those guys. He's got a machine down in the basement of the school. 
But uh, it gives us a good opportunity to talk about Blue Garter football. It's another excellent season. We went 9-2. and two. Our only blemishes were two losses to West Orange. And, you know, give credit to them. It was, it was just their year. They, they had an excellent team. Uh, their quarterback, Woody Barrett, was one Phenomenal. of the best in the country. In fact, he's gone to Auburn now on scholarship. And they had a, a heavily senior-laden team, a very talented team. And we couldn't just... We just couldn't get past them, but we won all of our other games, and we bring a lot of guys back. We played a lot, as, as Coach Darlington seems to do almost every year, played a lot of underclassmen. A lot of guys got quality playing time. A lot of guys started, sophomores and juniors, so which makes for a real solid nucleus as we embark on the 2016 football season. Yeah, there's one thing about Coach D. He'll put in a freshman or someone unknown because he knows somewhere in all these kids – is a diamond in the rough. And if he could break that out of them, out on the field, and see, next thing you know, you've got a, uh, a Birch and a Massey. And that's a great point, Joe. You know, people ask me this all the time because of the phenomenal success that Coach Darlington has had at Apopka. And, you know, they're always asking me about it. And, and some of the things are obvious, some of the things that people can see such as the, 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 the creative genius on the offensive side of the ball. Exactly. Uh, the play calling, the running plays nobody's ever seen before, uh, things like that. But, but then um, he's a madman with plays. <laughs> a lot of it is behind the scenes, and you would never see unless you have the kind of close look that, that we have. And one of the things that – one of the many things, hundreds, thousands of things that Coach Strongham does so well – is he's got a knack for getting the right guys in the right positions. He's, he's just got that knack of putting a team together. You know, he knows the right guy to put here, the right guy to put there. Exactly. And how to, and once you got that lineup set, how to utilize those talents. And I think that's one thing that he's just a master at is take it, taking the material that he's got, if you will, and just shaping it and molding it into the most effective machine possible. That's why they, too, are champions. And, and he works these kids hard. You know, it, That's another behind-the-scenes thing it, that people don't see. Yeah, it's not like you know they come in and are throwing the ball around a little bit. And no, it's, gr- it's grueling. Weight room, and you know you got to perform. Tough, hard practices. But you get to visit the pit. Lots of conditioning. <laughs> you know, I, I've been tempted to want to kind of go out to a practice and see the pit, but on the other hand, I kind of want to stay as far as I way, can away from it too. Memories. <laughs> <laughs> now, fortunately, fortunately, we didn't have the pit. Back in my day. That's a Coach Darlington. That's another one of Coach Darlington innovation. It's one of his originals. I um, I think he learned it from the Marine Corps because they have a pit, too, in boot camp. The thing I learned, uh, all I know about the pit is whenever whenever these guys, the players, the – mention the pit or where the pit is mentioned just just a look of abject fear on, the, on their faces <laughs> that's true so that tells me a lot i think that tells me all yeah. i really want to know about about the pit but you know that that the greater point there's a greater point there as well and that is the discipline and accountability yes. that's a hallmark of, of coach darlington's apopka football program and that's another thing that gets a lot of attention you know everywhere i go now talking to other coaches fans of other teams they talk about those who have had a chance to see the Apopka players off the field talk about what a great bunch of young men, well-behaved gentlemen, you know, guys that are respectful. And one thing that we see and we know about guys that help other kids around school, you know, guys, guys that are there to support their teachers and support their other students. And that definitely is not the norm um, in, in a lot of outstanding sports teams and certainly in a lot of outstanding football teams. So that's, that's one a huge part of the story that I want to make sure we always get out is we've, we've had wonderful success on the field, obviously, but it's also in conjunction with uh, young men that are being taught the proper values in life and uh, discipline, accountability, caring for others, being there for others, humility, which uh, Coach Darlington is, it really stresses. Mm-hmm. And once again, that's one thing that you often do not see with an outstanding football team on any level are, are, are guys that – humility. What you often see are guys that become full of themselves and uh, start thinking it's all about me. Boastful. Exactly, exactly. And that's – and we just want to, once again – point that out and and acknowledge that 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 comes directly from coach darlington's leadership and then also from 
the leadership of his superiors, Coach Fred Priest, athletic director, and and most recently Coach Doug, Guth- um, Doug Guthrie, the principal. Absolutely, and also you know it's not just performance on the field; it's academic excellence as well. They have to do good in the classroom. You know, if they're slacking on their studies, their homework, etc., that word gets back to the coach. They're not on the team, or they're suspended, or they're benched exactly. until they get squared away. Exactly. You know, in, 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 in recent years, we've seen coaches that'll say, well, you know, I'm only one guy. I can't monitor these guys, you know, 50 guys, you know, every, all the time. You know, of course they're going to get in trouble. Of course, you know, things are going to happen. Uh, I just have to watch them at practice. Well, no, Coach Darlington is exactly opposite. Exactly. He knows exactly what he I think he knows. I don't know how he does it, but I, I don't know whether maybe he, he at one time was at the CIA or something. But he seems to know what these guys are doing at, at all times. And he's making sure that what they're doing is, is the right thing. I think Coach Hoover has gave us a little insight on that when he was talking about well, when any of his team players on flag football are slacking. Their individual teachers will come to him and say, uh, this individual is, is struggling a little bit, and he pulls them. Right, and, and Coach Darlington has, has the same situation. And so you have all that, all that teacher support for each of these players. In fact, exactly, and, and Coach D has a relationship with the other teachers. He wants them to come to him and tell him if and they if, do. If a player's not coming to class, if they're not performing well in class, if they're God forbid, being disruptive or disrespectful in yes. class, that goes straight to Coach Darlington, and, and he handles it. In fact, there was a, a, a story, and I don't know all the details on this. I got the, got the sketchy report, was there was actual player in the state championship game that was not behaving in class the week before the state championship game. He was pulled and, and didn't suit up for the state championship game. So, so I mean, he's got uh, he enforces his accountability with some serious standards. And that, I know, had to have been heartbreaking for that individual player. And it also sent a powerful message to the, to the other guys, too. Absolutely. Well, I'm hoping that kid squared himself away. I mean, it's too late for the ball game. And, and then well, I'm sure, I, I suspect that, that lesson, that teaching lesson definitely had, had its impact and resulted in, in a better situation. Um, so anyway, we're excited about the popular football. We're looking forward to another great season. And it's just right, right around the corner. Yeah, and, and just, August. Before we leave... Uh, you got to talk a little bit about Massey, uh, Deshaun Massey, who I think is literally the most exciting player in Florida. And he's five, all of five foot one inches tall. His thighs are probably at least five foot <laughs> around. He's and, and he's not little by any means. Let's put it that way. He Didn't is he a sturdy, a stocky. Yeah, he's a, he was a state weightlifting champion. Yeah, one of the strongest uh, young men, literally in the state of Florida. And, and yeah, he could bench press Coach D. One of the most exciting runners that you'll that you'll ever want to see, and football players, right? Oh, definitely, football players. I mean, he's in the same line as uh, you know Jevic Blocker and and Robert Thomas. I mean, just phenomenal. When he breaks loose, he's gone. And good luck stopping Incredibly him. Incredibly difficult to tackle, and breaks a lot of tackles inside the. You would think a guy five one would be more of an outside runner than inside runner, but no, not him. You know, Massey can run right be- between the tackles with the best of them. Yeah, he's a juggernaut. He just punches holes through things. And just a heart as big as of a lion. And um, re- really looking forward to watching Deshaun Massey you know play this year, and along with all the other guys as well. So looking forward to an exciting year of Popka Blue Dart football. Take our breaks, next break a little bit later. When we come back, we'll talk baseball, maybe basketball, flag football, of course. It was great to have Coach Matt Hooveris join us right here at Porky's last week. And I want to once again remind you, we're here at Porky's again, our summer home for Blue Garter Sports Central. We'll be here after the show and encourage you to come on up and start your, your 4th of July Independence Day weekend early with lunch at Porky's. Yeah, bring some Roman candles. <laughs> I don't know if we want to encourage too much of that. <laughs> yeah, Steve might get a little upset. It could get a little out of hand, but I don't know. Roman candles, I don't know. Roman candles can be fun. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, we used to have Roman candle fights all the time. I mean, that was, Exactly what I'm talking about. See, being from Pennsylvania, we had to go a little further south to, to get them because they wouldn't sell them up there. But as looks like it's going to be a great, fun 4th of July Independence Day weekend. And when we come back, we'll also talk about the meaning behind Independence Day and, once again, pay tribute to those outstanding, brave men and women 
who created this country, literally, and they did it uh, with the sweat of their brow, and they did it with the courage to, to, to die for the cause. Those are three percenters. And talk about commitment. Talk about uh, commitment to a cause. Talk about confidence. Talk about ability. That was that was our founding generation. Just think, just think what it took for uh, you know, a rural agrarian society to take on the most powerful military machine in the world at that time. I mean, think of the audacity to even attempt it. That's the first thing I always think about. Were these people crazy? I mean, they're going to go up against uh, you know, the most powerful military force in the world and, and, and think they were going to be able to beat them, and they actually went ahead and pulled it off? By the grace of God alone. The grace of God and their incredible, they did their part too, their yes, incredible efforts. Well, friends, that's what we're going to talk about. We're celebrating Independence Day on Blue Daughter Sports Central. We're also having a nice rear, uh, year in review recap of some of the sports programs at Apopka, and we're also taking a look ahead to 2016-2017 Apopka Blue Daughter Athletics, and we're doing it all at Porky's Original Barbecue. Come on up and start your Independence Day weekend early with us at 12 p.m. after we sign off. Going to break. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Blue Daughter Sports Central, coming to you live from Porky's Original Barbecue, right in the heart of downtown Apopka, 256 East Main Street, which is also Highway 441. Got a lot of blue darters up here at Porky's. More on the way. And blue darters driving by. In fact, if you come and drive by and see us, honk your horn. We'll give you a shout out. In fact, uh, some of our buddies from the city of Apopka just drove by. And great to see them. Anyway, we're uh, talking Independence Day. We're talking recap of blue darter athletics. Another outstanding year. And we're taking a little bit of a look ahead to the future as well. And it looks very bright. But, Joe, before we go further, I'd like to let's just talk a little bit about the founding of the country and Independence Day and what this all means. Because, I, you know, of, of all the holidays, each holiday has its own unique uh, things that are great about it. But what a joyful holiday. What a true time to celebrate, which is the birth of, of our country. Right. And not only the birth of our country, the way that it it came about. I mean, literally armed revolution where people felt so strongly about about their values, about their independence, that they were not going to be dictated to by a, by a tyrannical government, um, that they just literally took up arms, organized, and, 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 and threw off the, uh, the cloak of tyranny. You know, if we had the backbone that they have, I think that would be happening right now. But... That's another story. Well, we have a well, where they put a system in place, which is the ballot box, and that it is, to that extent, it is happening right now. And um, that's why I encourage everybody to get registered, go out and vote, and let your feelings be known. But uh, it's just a wonderful um, time, to re- time to reflect, to celebrate, to think of the real, the really giants of, of the human race that were literally the founding fathers. There's no other word to put it of of our of our nation: George Washington, Thomas Jefferson. Alexander Hamilton, John Adams, John Hancock. We could go on and on and on. Just, just men that really stepped up. They put everything on the line. They risked everything. Fortune. As, as, as Jefferson so eloquently stated in the Declaration of Independence, uh, they, they uh, committed their, their lives, their fortunes, and their sacred honor to this task. There was no, there was no second place. There was no, um, oh, well, we lost. We'll come back to fight another day. No, it was either win or, be, or die. Win or die. Exactly. And, and many died uh, of all walks of life. Uh, many of the elites um, died. The aristocrats died. Soldiers, human farmers died on the battlefield to, so that we could have our freedom and, and begin this great country. Many lost their fortunes. Many lost their homes. Many lost uh, their sons and their family in this incredible battle. Um, but that showed the level of commitment, what it took to found this country. And I think the message for us right now, it's going to take commitment for us to, to save it right now. And we need to teach this to our children. It's not being taught. Their, you know, revisionist history is what is being taught. You know, you know, you see a number of different people doing, you know, the man on the streets. Hey, do you know what uh, we're celebrating? They don't know the reason for the 4th of July. They don't know who we fought or who fought in the Revolutionary War. Well, That's they, they sad. Need to, they need to know that, and they need to know that it was a battle for independence. It was a battle for individual rights. The, the the concept that every man, every every child of God, endowed by their Creator, endowed by God, rights begin with God. That's where it all starts. That's it. And and 
as free men and women, we have natural rights endowed by God. No government can take them away. Government can't give you rights. They can't take them away from you. And that's the core of the founding of America uh, based on and and falling from that. Our First Amendment rights codified it in the codified in the Constitution. The right of freedom of religion, not freedom from religion, <laughs> freedom right. of religion. Everybody has the opportunity to proclaim their religious views, and they cannot be in, should not should not be inhibited by government and uh, shoved down other people's throat. Freedom of this, freedom of speech, the freedom of assembly. Things and, and the thing, once again, that Joe, as you said, I don't know if it's really stresses enough. These are all revolutionary concepts. That's why they call it the Revolutionary War, yeah. because these are concepts that were that that had never been advanced in, in, in the world before. It, the world was a place of tyranny. It was a place where kings, uh, divine right of kings, where kings, aristocrats, the landed, money gentry, they controlled everything. It, the, it was a revolutionary idea, literally, that in the, an individual person. An individual human farmer, an individual shopkeeper, um, an individual silversmith or whatever, um, actually had certain rights, the right to be a free man or woman, the right to, to, to determine their own destiny, to own their own property. Um, all revolutionary concepts, none of which would have ever seen the light of day in the world <laughs> had it not been for that our founding generation yeah, that, that fought that war in 1776. I think it was called the, the Revolutionary War because we were revolting against the authority that was putting their foot on our throat from across the sea. Literally, but but, but also going from that, that was the norm. That that was the way. That was life. That, that was that, that was right. reality. The world. That's, that's how, the way the world rolled. That was the way the world worked. Authority dictates to the individual authority puts your boot on the throat of the individual and and our founding father said no it's not we're not going to take it anymore we're going to we're going to found a country that's based on freedom and liberty individual liberty people can pursue their own yes. dreams not encumbered by government as reagan used to say so eloquently and it comes right out of the declaration of independence uh, this is a government where the, 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 the government is there to serve the people. That's correct. Not the people are serve the government. And America is the only country in the history of the world that, that ever was ever founded on that premise. Exactly. That's why it's we the people. We're the government. We dictate to those in Washington. We're the one that hires them. They work for us. And they have to be reminded, you are an, my employee. Now, if I were to walk in to our general manager and start dictating, you know, I think he'd fire me. And there are people that we need to start firing. Yes, and then we do have that ballot box. That's the place to do it. And um, elections are coming up very soon. And I do um, so anyway. It's, it's I feel strongly. I know Joe feels strongly that it's important for us to remember as we celebrate. It's important to reflect back and understand why we're celebrating. <laughs> and for me, the more I learn about it, the more I want to celebrate because it's it, it's it's a it's a, a cause for celebration. Yes, it is. The fact that our founding generation as Americans, that's one thing that makes America special. America's not just another country. We need to throw that fallacy off that, that's, that's right. kind of getting set in. And it's being advanced by um, people like Obama and people on, on the cultural left that this 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 erroneous concept that somehow America is not a, a free country, uh, not not the greatest country in the world. We're not exceptional. America's yes, we not are. exceptional or uh, America is the greatest country in the history of the world. And it's very it's because of what happened starting on July 4th, 1776. People decided that they were going to have the courage to stand up to exert their God given right to be free. They were going to acknowledge that our rights come from God. They were going to demand the right to to have the free exercise of religion, the, the, the freedom of speech, the freedom of assembly, the freedom to participate in the decisions that govern their lives they had to fight a war to do it they fought it and they pulled it off and and then they got together and they put the the best constitution in the history of the world together with that was divinely inspired uh, obviously clearly was and, and put together the, the a country where the light of freedom shone and that hundreds of millions of people over the last 200 years 240 years now um came came left other countries to come because they wanted to to enjoy that freedom and and one more thing in more in more recent years 
uh, had the strength, military strength, to liberate hundreds of millions of other people. And most recently, when uh, the, the Iron Curtain fell, and thanks largely to the to the efforts of Reagan, uh, that uh, communism fell. So th- that that's why America is a, exceptional. That's why it's exceptional. We need to continue to celebrate that, um, acknowledge it, and and put push back against anybody who who tries to advance some other notion that America's not an exceptional country. I totally agree with that. So anyway, those are some of the reasons that we're celebrating today. Joe and I are celebrating. We're celebrating at Porky's, and it's uh, come out and celebrate with us. Looking forward to helping you kick off a great Independence Day weekend and. Uh, for us, it's going to start here about uh, 12 noon when we start to have our lunch at Porky's, and we invite you to come on up and join us. And what a beautiful day, too, to be hanging out here at Porky's. It's a perfect summer morning at Porky's Original Barbecue on Blue Darter Sports Central. That's, uh, before we go to break, and when we come back, I know that another exciting thing that we had this year, in addition to our football Broadcast, Popka Blue Daughter football broadcast and our <clears throat> Popka Blue Daughter baseball broadcast, where our Popka Blue Daughter basketball broadcast, where we worked with Dr. Patrick St. Germain. That and was a lot of fun. We're looking forward to another great season of a Blue Daughter basketball. Coach Scott Williams is working hard. I'm sure somewhere right now he's working hard building that Popka Blue Daughter basketball program. He has had great success in his career at other schools, which include state championships numerous district championships, playoff appearances, and that is his vision for a Popka Blue Daughter basketball, and it's exciting to see that whole process unfold. You know, last season for the basketball team, they did exceptionally well, and you can see the passion in Coach Williams, and he's going to bring that back this season, and probably they're doing a summer camp somewhere right now. Well, I know somewhere right now, and two things I know, Coach Williams is doing something somewhere to build a Popka basketball into an right. elite basketball program. Somewhere, somewhere, wherever he might be, Coach Darlington is drawing up place on a on yellow eagle pad, ball plays, and, and and that's the behind the scenes of why Apopka has such an outstanding uh, outstanding athletic program. I can see Coach D sitting there watching cartoons right now and okay. laughing at us. Well, tell you, his, well, he's his, his mind never his mind literally never never stops. That's true. I'm only kidding. He doesn't watch cartoons. In fact, I before of. I got to know him as well as I do now. We did a show back in the day. Pete Paquette was um, the, in- the engineer on the show, um, and it was a, an Apopka Blue Daughter pr- uh, show, and uh, first one I'd ever done with Coach D like that. It's back in 2007, I believe. Wow. And Pete pointed out, he goes, you know, um, the coach uh, on breaks and everything, he's, he's, draw- he, he's drawing up plays. In fact, during the show, as he's talking, he's actually drawing up plays. So he did that over at the high school, too, as and, well. And so that's when I began to learn that uh, Coach Darlington's mind never stops when it comes to drawing up ball plays. And that's, uh, we see the, the wonderful evidence of it every, every Friday night. Anyway, friends, time for our next break. We're at Porky's. Come on up and join us on Blue Daughter Sports Central. We'll be right back. I want to remind you our program is sponsored by our friends at Florida Door Solutions. Welcome back to Blue Daughter Sports Central. We're at Porky's, downtown Apopka, helping you kick off a great Independence Day weekend. As we remember, the reason we have Independence Day weekend, courage, the persistence, the tenacity, the ability, the faith, faith in God of our founding generation, all started on July 4th, 1776. In fact, it started a little bit before that, actually, the Battle of Bunker Hill, and yeah. back in 1775, actually, and uh, actually up at, on the road between Lexington and Concord. But anyway, we're celebrating the, the birth of the greatest nation in the world, and we're happy that you're joining us today. And we cu- encourage you to come on up and join us in a few minutes and get uh, start off your Independence Day weekend at Porky's. Joe and I are just kind of reminiscing on a great season for Apopka Blue Daughter Athletics and have a great Blue Daughter here with us now, a great Apopkin, Dexter Chase. Hey, hey, good to see you. How are you? I didn't, didn't realize you were such a history buff. Well, well, about the founding of the country. Passion about our nation. And, um, Freedom's a good thing. We, uh, you know, we normally see you on Wednesdays. So you're coming up on Friday, huh? Did, are you starting your Independence Day weekend here at Porky's? Oh, man. I'm, I'm, I can start every day at Porky's. <laughs> i got to agree with that. <laughs> and, um, one thing I did want to mention before we, when we have this kind of retrospective show is... Two great uh, uh, events in, that honored 
blue darters from the past, and that's a big part of the Apopka success of Apopka athletics, Apopka high school athletics, and a part of the, the culture of Apopka blue darter sports is the connection with the past. And, you know, a lot of the guys that played back in the day um, continue to support the teams financially, come out to the games uh, in, in various ways. And it's great that we have a, a coaching staff that acknowledges the guys from back in the day and, and gals and, and, and wants them to be a part of things. Two great events happened this year. One, once we were talking about Coach Scott Williams and his efforts to build an elite basketball program and one of the things that he's doing along with that conjunction with that is to learn more about the, the great history of Hopkins Blue Daughter basketball. We were the a dominant program in the state of Florida in the 50s and 60s under Coach Joe Sterling and one of his efforts there was to have a night that honored the 1962 state champions and he actually a game that we actually broadcast and he actually invited those guys back and guys the guys came back from all over the country um, it was amazing. Over a, ma- a majority of the guys came. They had a great uh, dinner over at pregame meal over at Catfish Place, and we were honored at uh, at the at the at the game. They got to meet the team individually, and it was just a, a wonderful, moving ceremony. And uh, the, the, you know, they actually held hands as we sang the national anthem with the current team, interspersed, uh, you know, um, every other guy. And but anyway, it, it was that was one of my highlights for the year, and, and wanted to you know share that with with our listeners. Yes, I agree. As a matter of fact, we have the pictures. I believe they're on uh, 1520WBZW.com's uh, Facebook page. And, and if a, they're not, we'll make sure they Another get great event that took place was organized by a guy, who's actually a former teammate of mine, Apopka Senior League, Phil Wilkins, was Debbie, uh, excuse me, Diane Faircloth and Kathy McGuffin put together, did phenomenal work to put together a multi-class reunion at a Club Lake Plantation uh, owned by you know, Randy and Carol Suggs, and they were phenomenal hosts. In fact, there couldn't have been a better location in the world for this multi-class reunion of classes from somewhere in the early 70s. I think it was something like 73 to early 80s or something like that. And so anyway, in conjunction to that, Phil Wilkins, who was a member of the class of 77, I believe, literally on his own efforts, organized an alumni baseball game, which I think was just kind of a lark at the beginning, and it really, a popka being a popka, and a popka baseball being a popka baseball, it really caught fire on Facebook. I'll take credit for turning it from a softball game into a, a real baseball game, because I was the one that made that suggestion. And it turned out to be a day where we had about 50 guys out there playing in an alumni baseball game to the point where Phil actually ordered shirts we actually had uniforms on nice, essentially nice. and on top of everything else there were about <clears throat> the stands were full so it was just an amazing day i don't know of any other community in, in, in america where something like that would have actually happened or not only you had that many guys come back the core of it was the 1977 team which was the first team to coach by coach pete dunn uh, who's become a legendary coach in college baseball at Stetson University over the past 35 years, his alma mater. But he, um, so the 77 team literally built Jay Barnes Field. They were the ones that, that laid the side, that dug out the base paths, that, that, that dug in the sprinklers. And that 77 team literally created that, that what is now Jay Barnes Field and played on it that first year in 77, something like 10 of those guys came back from all over the country wow. to be at this reunion. Uh, a, a couple of guys, sadly, are deceased. One of them, Andy King, who was a Little League teammate of mine, his son, um, Alan King, was there and played in, in, to represent his dad. And it, and, and it was it was a phenomenal experience. Coach Lassiter was there. He gave uniforms to the guys. Um, nice. And, and, and ca- on ball caps. And it was just amazing to, to see that kind of participation and guys coming back literally 40 years ago, 40, 30 years, Rodney Brewer was there and we had an illustrious uh, number of people that came and participated and then to top it all off, the stands were literally filled and it was just an, another great day that that, that, that that represents the kind of a great culture we have in Apopka Blue Garter sports and a great town and community we have. That- that's one of the great things about Apopka is it's always home. Everybody comes back. Everybody's always 
you know, especially the, the, the long timers that they know everyone and, and you just pick right back up and it's awesome. It's, I can't believe how much you know about the history of all these things. And, you know, I mean, I, I know you spend a lot of time with it, but it, it just shows you when these these people come back and they participate, they keep giving back. It's it's wonderful. It really makes you feel a part of something special, and and a popkit is special. And it's a big a big part of it, Dexter. We're speaking with Dexter Chase. Of we ensure our pe- people like yourself who come here from other places and then then adapt and really become a part of the fabric community. I think that's a, a big part and of the story. And, ad- and adopt. You know, I've really adopted a popkit as my second home. You know. I, I grew up in Jacksonville, went to Tallahassee, big Seminole, and, and you know, that, that you know, six-year plan in Tallahassee, that felt like my second home, but, you know, it's, it's always hard to let go of where you grew up in high school, and, uh, but, but Apopka's my home now, and, you know, I, I can't think of another place, you know, maybe moving at the beach, that would be nice if Apopka was on the water, but... <laughs> Well, we, we, a lot of Apopkins go over to New Smyrna, so that's, I guess that's our home away from home. But, uh, uh, we but love yeah, nostalgia. But, but you've made great, great contributions to the community yourself in a variety of ways, and that represents a lot of other people. And I think that's a big part of the story of Apopka and Apopka Athletics are the people that have come here, liked, loved the community, fallen in love with it, and then decided, I'm going to make my effort contribution to give back myself. Yeah, it's, it's hard to just sit back and not, you know, contribute in some way and just, you know, just exist. You know, I'm, I've always looked at it as wanting to do a little bit more than just exist. So, you know, you see something, you want to you want to change, you want to make it different, you want to make it better, then you get up and, and you do something about it. And get involved. And that's involved. A, that was the true spirit of, of our revolutionary generation. Yes, it is. That was exactly the spirit that created America. And it's great to be in a town where that spirit still exists. It is. It really is. And and it's a great part of a pop cup. I know that small towns and large cities, even uh, cities of all sizes around the country, that spirit, that revolutionary spirit, that independent spirit, that spirit of what it means to be American, which a big part of it is giving back, helping others, uh, is it's alive and well in a pop cup on this Independence Day. Well, friends, it's been great to be with you to help you get your Independence Day weekend started. Thank you to Dexter Chase for joining us, to Joe, Thank Jeff you. in the studio. Come on and join us at Porky's. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.